InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. No matter where you fall on the financial spectrum, the present economic slump has probably affected you. Many have suffered big setbacks, layoffs, lack of credit, home foreclosures, and more. Some say the stress from this can be killing, literally. It can lead to tragedies like suicide or even murder. Here to talk about this is Dr. Leslie Sapini, a doctor of clinical psychology and licensed marriage family therapist. Dr. Leslie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Well, let's get right to it. Clearly, the current economy is impacting people out there. Is it causing these spates of killings that we're seeing in the headlines? Absolutely. I think... First, it caused suicides, which we saw in the headlines, and we'll continue to see in the headlines. We'll also continue to see suicide homicides, where you have people killing their families and killing themselves, and then you'll see an increase in homicides in general. Some will be accidental, as if somebody went to rob a store and they needed the money and they accidentally shot somebody out of impulsivity or fear. Others will be because people just feel like there's nowhere to turn and they've had psychological problems long before the economy went down. Well, we certainly remember this, seeing this in history books from the 1929 Depression when people on Wall Street were jumping out of skyscrapers, but it's, I guess, kind of surprising to see this in this day and age. And apparently, psychologists such as yourself have even coined a phrase to describe this, econocide. Yeah. You know, anytime you have people whether they're big money producers or in a lower socioeconomic situation, anytime you have people feel that there are no options, no way out, no opportunities, nowhere to turn, consolidating everything they have and still yet not having enough assets to feed their families, splitting their families apart, feel as if they're shamed and guilty because they feel they should have known better, they should have seen it coming, they should have saved more, whatever those shoulds were that they feel they become overwhelmed and often commit suicide. Is this a commentary on society? I mean, I guess some people would say this is only money. You look at somebody like Donald Trump who actually lost a fortune and then, you know, rebuilt it because he basically felt he could do that. Others apparently just feel devastated by this. Well, the difference between, say, a Donald Trump and his situation was that he has access to resources. In other words, if you know how to build money, and you lose it, you can build it again. And most times people like Donald Trump rebuild the second time even better and more and bigger and smarter because they learn from their mistakes. In this case, you have limited access to resources. You have the car industry down. You have the banks are down. You have housing down. You know, everywhere you turn, every market is down. Jobs are limited. People are going on disability, emotional disability welfare and things like that. So you have limited numbers of resources to turn to. You're a family therapist, a marriage family therapist. Has this economic recession caused an increase in divorce? It's certainly causing stress in families, isn't it? It's causing an increase in divorce. It's causing an increase in marital fighting. It's also causing an increase if there's spousal abuse. You will see an increase in spousal abuse as well. You will also see an increase in divorce, absolutely. How about drug and alcohol abuse? I would think that would certainly spike during a time like this. You'll see more drug and alcohol abuse, more with men than women. Women and men handle, and that's something people haven't really talked about, the stress of the economy very differently. Men, because they consider themselves providers and sociologically have been providers for many years, tend to turn more to drugs and alcohol during this time to self-soothe. 
women tend to be more emotional and tend to try to roll up their sleeves and try to figure out what to do, what to happen. You'll also see more suicides amongst men instead of women, where women tend to commit suicide more over emotional issues like severe depression, long-term depression, or bipolar disorder. Men, it's more of an impulsive act during a situation like the loss of being able to provide for their families. Dr. Leslie, what should somebody do if they're feeling very depressed, very devastated by the economic crunch? What advice would you have for someone listening who feels that way? I think you immediately have to start reaching out. You are definitely not alone. Your neighbors, your family, your community, people that you work with, nobody is untouched by this situation, regardless of their socioeconomic status or race or culture. So you need to start reaching out and start talking to people and start brainstorming with people. Start thinking outside of the box. The other thing is this may be an opportunity for something very positive. Maybe you've been in a long-term situation with a job that you've been very unhappy with, and this may be an opportunity to then go back to what you're curious about, what your passion was originally, and maybe start from scratch. It may be an opportunity to go back to a junior college or go back to school at night and redesign what your vision is and have your vision of your life match up to your reality. So there's some positive ways to look at this. The other thing is to reach out to your churches and temples and community centers to regain your spirituality. I think the other thing is to start doing things at home where you regain that family contact. With Within your family, you start talking honestly about how you feel, where things are going. We're coming from an era of gluttony where everything is focused outside, material objects, how much you can acquire, to, I think, an era of family matters. And so to redefine how you view your family, and this is an opportunity if you've lost touch with your children, if you've been the one to go in the office at home when the children come home from school, mm-hmm. it's an opportunity to reconnect and redefine how you want to be with your family. So back to basics is the message, I think. Back to basic, and also letting your children know that this is an opportunity for an adventure that this is not just a depression, but this is an opportunity for all of you to sit down and rethink how you've been doing things and how you relate to each other, and that you're going on a new adventure, and that you're all going to come together because the most important thing is that you have each other. Regardless of what material things you have or where you live, that you have each other and that that will sustain you no matter what in life, you have each other, and that's the focus. We're talking with Dr. Leslie Supini, a doctor of clinical psychology and licensed marriage family therapist, and we're talking about how the current economy is impacting people on a psychological basis. It's certainly having a a big effect on a lot of people. Obviously, most people are not committing suicide. Most people are not committing mass murder or getting divorced. What's the average person doing that's getting them through this? You know, a lot of people are also turning to their primary care physicians. They're starting to call their insurance companies and ask for therapy. If you have a mental health benefit, this Mm -hmm. is the time to use it. If you have an employee assistance benefit, this is the time to use it. People are also turning to medication for the first time for depression to help them through or anxiety or sleep meds as just a way to help deal with some of the symptoms to help them get through, re-energize, and then they can go off the medication. Well, sure, certainly even exercise can boost your mood. And Absolutely. As a country, we certainly are probably under-exercised, I'd say. Exercise is fantastic. At the start of your day, getting up earlier, getting out there, getting fresh air, getting yourself out of the bed, not pulling the covers over your head, and also watching what you eat. You're going to see instances of weight gain and obesity increasing because people are going to reach for bulk food and fast food, which is the cheapest. 
And so this is the time actually to try to eat the healthiest as you can to keep your body strong and your mind healthy. What advice would you have for someone if someone they work with or a neighbor starts showing signs of depression or stress? And can you even see those signs? Often we hear these people who commit these tragic crimes, people will say, well, there was nothing, I didn't see anything. They seem perfectly normal. Is it even possible to notice that? And if you can, what do you do? It's very possible to notice that. And I think most people don't really know what the signs and symptoms of depression are. So if you see a change in a person where they're less energetic, lack of concentration, lack of focus, difficulty sleeping, either oversleeping or sleeping too little, restlessness, more emotional reactivity, a feeling of sadness or feeling blue, maybe talking about giving up more of their things, wanting to oversimplify what's going on in their life. Anxiety is also part of depression. So you want to start taking a look at those things, a feeling of hopelessness, worthlessness. All of those are factors in a sign of depression. So if you start seeing somebody's attitude change, some of their behaviors change, the way they communicate about their lives or communicate about their future, you definitely want to pay attention and take an interest. Great advice. That's Dr. Leslie Sapini, a doctor of clinical psychology and licensed marriage family therapist. You can learn more by visiting her website, drleslietoday.com. That's all one word, drleslietoday.com. Dr. Leslie, we want to thank you for joining us. This is great advice, and I'm sure it helped a lot of people. Thank you so much for having me, and I hope that it does help a lot of people. Next, a former drug dealer and ex-con wants to help other African Americans escape the temptations of the street. The surprising story, coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this.